Good day. Welcome to Partakers and our series, So Great a Salvation, where we are looking together at what it means for a Christian to have salvation. Today we are looking at Part 5, The Who, What, Why of Salvation. Romans 10 verses 9 to 10, Paul writing, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So who decides to save has been a question asked for centuries. There are two opposite and extremist views in regards to salvation. One end says that God has decided all things and there's nothing we can do about it. Then there's the other end, or universalism, who says that God will grant salvation to all, regardless of creed, race, or religion. But we need to see these two isms in the balance of Scripture. Firstly, God does choose individuals to fulfill his purposes, Romans 9 tells us that, and he does indeed choose those who are or will be saved, John 15 verses 16 tells us that. And these chosen ones are called the elect. However, it is also his will that all people should be saved, 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 to 4, and that nobody should perish, 2 Peter 3 verse 9. So in reading these two statements, it is imperative that we accept both these scriptural statements as equally and absolutely true. When we use words about God with a time element, such as chose or elect, we need to use these taking into our thinking God's infinite time framework or timelessness, and not in our human finite time framework. So God offers salvation to all and leaves the responsibility to take up the offer with humans. As a Christian disciple, you have taken up God's offer of salvation, but now what? What happens after the decision to become a Christian has been made? Thanks for listening. Come back every day to Partakers www.partakers.co.uk where there is something added to help you as a Christian disciple in the 21st century.